Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Hot Mess Podcast. I am your host Matilda Johnson and today we are going to get messy. I should say tonight actually, I am recording this at 12.32am. I don't know why I'm awake. I'm very awake right now. I haven't had coffee. Maybe I should sleep. I haven't had caffeine in a few hours, had dinner like a hot minute ago. I just can't sleep. My head's full of thoughts. You know, it's just one of those nights. I know on the last few episodes, we've kind of gone a little bit deep and tonight is just not the night for that. I'm I'm just in a silly, goofy mood. I'm going to annoy the shit out of you guys in this episode. I'm so sorry. I already know it. But of course, before we get into today's episode, I'm going to be talking about my weekly wrap. So what's on my TikTok feed? I'm loving TikTok right now. So my TikTok feed might be different to yours, but I know a lot of my friends have the same trends going on right now. But my favorite thing is seeing black children reacting to seeing the new Little Mermaid trailer for the first time. And it is so wholesome and heartwarming. And I cry without fail every single time, like seeing, hearing them say, she looks like me and stuff. Oh, it's so gorgeous. And I feel like as a white person, I've never had to struggle with representation in film and media and TV shows or even like, I don't know, at theater, everything. So like, I think for it to become like, I think with movies like The Little Mermaid where it's Disney and Disney is obviously like the biggest industry like the biggest platform for children's movies and tv shows it's so important for little kids to be able to see themselves in a princess for like for instance because prior to this they've like i'd say children of color they've had very limited options with that what they've had tiana from princess and the frog moana fabulous movie Mulan, Pocahontas, but even so, I wouldn't say, like, I mean, I love the movies like Mulan, Moana and stuff, but they were never, like, the featured Disney princesses, you know what I mean? It was always, like, Cinderella, Snow White, if you know what I mean. And now that I'm thinking about it, were they even technically princesses? Wait, is Moana? No, Moana is a princess, isn't she? I need to double check this. I haven't watched it in a hot minute, but now I'm thinking that I really want to watch it again. Like the music in that slaps so hard. Um, but I don't think Milan was a princess. She was just a badass. Um, but I'd rank being a badass above being a princess, especially in this day and age. It's probably what we want to encourage our, in our kids anyway. Um, but yeah it's really good to finally have representation also in a live action film and i feel like there are so many people like why does ariel have to be black i'm like well um firstly she's a fish it doesn't matter like that's like saying why is sully and monster zinc blue he's a monster like like what do you mean ariel's literally a fish human I don't think the color of her skin matters at all I mean it definitely doesn't affect the plot and also when you think about it being a mermaid and as far as we know it's in a very tropical part of the I mean I don't I'm not like a marine biologist I don't know a lot about the ocean but like there's turtles and coral fish so we're assuming it's a pretty tropical area where Ariel lives so it, she could be like in the Caribbean 
Do you guys say Caribbean or Caribbean? I always get lost on that one. But you know what I mean? Like, I don't think her skin color matters. And geographically, it could matter. You know what I mean? It's like, I mean, how many times have we seen misrepresentation in movies or like just absolutely abominable casting choices? I'm thinking about Rooney Mara in as Tiger Lily in the movie Pan. I'm pretty sure that came out in like 2015. I think I was in high school when that came out. I remember seeing it and it was a huge controversy at the time um, as it should have been, but I don't think like it caused as much of an uproar as it probably would now. Um, Unfortunately, I feel like that was only like seven years ago. I don't know. The math isn't mathing. I'm too tired for that. But you know what I mean? That wasn't that long ago. And we're having like those kinds of issues with terrible casting. And Johnny Depp and the Lone Ranger. Like, can we discuss that? Like, are you serious? Like, was who thought? No. Like, ugh, no. Terrible. And, uh, um, Emma Stone in the movie Aloha. I don't think I've seen either of those movies. Like, the Lone Ranger or Aloha but you know what going to boycott them for the misrepresentation of those movies and like you go you think about some of the classics as well I mean what we had is it Natalie Wood who is in West Side Story as Maria I'm an old theater kid I should know that but like maybe I'm trying to block it out of my memory I don't know but you know what I mean like it's been going on for centuries centuries no not centuries I don't have no film has not been around that long but you know what like it's been around a very 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 long time and thank fuck finally the industry is changing and I think Disney is the first place where it should start I think it should start in children's films so that children can grow into a a world where everyone is represented equally and hopefully we continue that into adult films um you would think that we would have done that already but apparently not but regardless, I'm super excited for the new Little Mermaid. Hallie Bailey's voice is so gorgeous. Like, the first time I saw the trailer itself, I cried. And then every time it pops up on my TikTok feed now, I'm just like, I'm sobbing. I'm so excited. And the cast looks just amazing. Like, they've got some brilliant actors in the movie. So I'm really excited to see what they do with it. What am I watching? Okay, so... <laughs> kind of what inspired today's episode so I'm literally I've just paused and started recording so I'm watching Heartbreak High on Netflix and I wasn't sure if I was going to enjoy this to be honest like I'd seen a lot of ads for it it kept popping up on my suggested to watch on Netflix or like coming soon whatever it was maybe it got released today not entirely sure and then today when I was leaving work I literally saw it flash up on a billboard outside Flinders Street Station and I was like wait damn like this is some good Oh my god, my nose hurts. Sorry. I was like, damn, this is some good subliminal messaging that they're trying to put out there because it's working on me. And now I suddenly want to watch it. And prior to that, I'd looked at the ads and I was like, I don't know if it's really for me. But now I'm watching it. And I'm only three minutes and 40 seconds into the second episode. And I'm hooked. And it's inspired today's episode because, like, there's so much tea, but it's so realistic. So it's basically, I'd describe it as the Australian version of sex education. You know, it's about being a teenager and hookup culture, sex, drama of like high school, 
I mean, well, that's only what I've seen so far, like first episode and then three minutes and 40 seconds of the second one. But it is so good. It's literally sex education, Aussie edition mixed with, do you guys remember the movie Hating Alice and Ashley and it had Delta Goodrum in it? It's reminding me of that, but like, like it's set in nowadays. And well, obviously it's probably just reminding me of that because it's an Aussie movie with Delta Goodrum in it and similar kind of energy, if you will. But it's, oh, it's so good. And it's reminded me so much of my high school experience, which is what we're going to be talking about today. But I'm just really enjoying the show so far because like they use a lot of, like the way they talk is literally how high schoolers talk, which is why I'm like, okay, I can get into this because it seems legit, you know, it's adding up. They are talking about essays and it's very Australian culture. Like there's essays and... Um, oh my god they literally use the term tongue punch in the fart box I haven't heard that term in ages and I was like that is the most Aussie thing to say um mom if you're listening that means um eating ass just so you know um maybe I don't think this show will be for you mom but it's a good one highly recommend to everyone else my favorite celebrity of the week I'm I don't I really don't know which is probably a good thing. Maybe I just don't have one. I'm enjoying a lot of fashion week stuff that's going on. Like little Nas X's. Did I call him little? Little Nas. Little Nas X's performance. Anna Winter looked like she did not know what to do, do during that. Which I found just hilarious. Um, loved that. I'm, yeah, I'm kind of just keeping up with fashion week right now. So whatever's going on there. Little Nas X. Maybe, maybe they're my number one celeb. Yeah, all right, let's just move on. Let's move on. I don't think there's much more for the weekly wrap. I'm recording not long after the last episode went out, so I don't think I've got much more to report. So let's just jump into today's episode. So I think in previous episodes, obviously, I've touched on different high school experiences, like when I started having anxiety and dealing with mental health and like my first big like hookup experience but we're getting into the dramatic side and how dealing with that was super fun honestly like people say high school is the best time of your life I I don't know whether or not to agree with that like the partying yeah lots of fun the social life yeah lots of fun would I say it was the best time in my life? Absolutely not. Because I look back on it. Firstly, I cringe with some of the stuff. Like, it's cute. Like, it's funny. To, it, we can laugh at it. But also, like, I don't know. I definitely wouldn't want the drama from high school to be, like, in my adult life, you know? The partying and social life, yeah, love to have that back. But everything else, I'm like, no, that can go. That can go. I feel like recording this is going to be really funny as well because a lot of, like, I'm really close with a lot of my girlfriends from high school. Not so much the guys. Like, if I were to see the guys who I went to high school with, I I wouldn't, I don't have bad blood with them. I just don't think I was relatively, like, close with them. But I know for sure that, like, the girls who I'm friends with now also listen to the podcast and, like, they're the same girls who I might have had some drama with back in high school. Maybe I'll talk about it. Will you guys have a laugh with me? I won't expose people. Like, I'll just be like, how funny is this situation? Is that mean? (laughs) I'll call you guys first. Don't worry. I've seen a lot of people doing this on TikTok recently as well. It's mostly, like, people from 
all girls or all boys schools being like how shit is like this situation how fucked and toxic is like private schooling and I'm like well I went to public school my entire life um when I was moving schools to start year 11 12 my parents did offer to send me to boarding school or to a private school but I'm glad that I ended up remaining public um just because I think like moving schools was hard enough to begin with I don't think I could have handled moving to a different town and becoming a boarder you know what I mean I don't know that would have been hard side note I hate this weird divide that people have between like well I went to private school or I went to public school and I didn't really experience that till I moved to Melbourne and it was like well we've all finished high school but people will still be like what school did you go to and I'm like well what does it matter like we're studying the same course like I don't really give a shit what your ATAR was because we're doing the same subjects or whatever you know what I mean I'm like when you're in your 20s what does it matter like if you went to a public or private school or if like what ATAR you got like oh my god ATAR literally doesn't matter once you're out of high school or like studying I mean, I ended up getting into the course I wanted and I didn't really need an ATAR for it. I'm not saying my ATAR was very good. I kind of had a shit one and I know that I could have done better. I just didn't focus because I already knew I got into the course I got into. But yeah, I don't know. I don't understand why people in their 20s still care about that shit though. You know, I'm like, babe, it really doesn't affect you anymore. Sorry for my um, interstate or international listeners. Um, also, yay, we have international listeners. Woo! Um, so, ATAR, I guess, like, there's, I think there's HSC in New South Wales. Equivalent to that, in America, um, I guess it's like having a GPA. I don't know. I don't understand the American school system. Somebody needs to explain that to me because I just don't understand it. But anyway, yeah, I noticed a lot when I moved to Melbourne, a lot of people would ask me what school I went to. And firstly, I was also kind of like, well, I grew up in the country, so I don't know what you're expecting me to say. Like, I didn't travel up to Melbourne or board in Melbourne and go to like Melbourne, like girls college or whatever, or MLC or Loretta or Genazano. I don't see I don't even know the names of them there's so many it's actually kind of crazy but I also understand that it's also very much like a hierarchy kind of thing and there are like a lot of a lot of my close friends from Melbourne went to like all girls schools and it's very like I'm sorry guys but it's so elitist the behavior around it like you need to sign your kid up by the time they're born to try to get them into the school you want them to go to and you have to pay an exuberant amount of money and for what like I wouldn't say the education is 1000 times better yes you might have better connections to the universities that you want to go to you might be able to do better networking but I like I don't know at the end of the day I think high school really is about how you apply yourself as well like you're not going to get far just off connections unless your daddy's pockets are deep but that's another story but anyway me and my little public school ass are going to be talking about our little public school dramas which is going to be super fun this is really going to show how much of a country hick I must sound like so the first high school I went to was in a town very 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 small population the high school I'm pretty sure it was population like 400 students. 
like that I am to a degree like I hate to say it hate to admit to it because people when you say that population 400 people they're like wait what and they do kind of like judge you off that a little bit and you're like no like we knew everyone and it was like a good vibe good culture and like the school was a really good school they made sure everyone was accommodated to in terms of the education and different needs were met um so yeah it's just because I grew up in a small town sorry but then the second high school I went to was much bigger first town vibe was very sports-based for instance like if you were good at sport they placed you on this thing called the academy of sport where they basically sent you out to all the different sporting events in the region so I was in the academy of sport god knows why I was an okay sprinter and I was a pretty good swimmer I was on the state swim team for the school and the the school did really well because they were so sports focused um but yeah they would literally have us training every friday mostly in athletics like they would have us running doing sprints doing different team like activities they also put me on the boys soccer team which was such a flex i felt like she's the man um because i was like I'm good at soccer. Put me on the team. It's unfair that there's no girls team. Like it was, yeah, very, she's the man of me. Um, was also like, I was captain of the girls football team. Won best on field for that. <laughs> got, that was when I got scouted for, um, the Victoria, wait, what team was it? See, I don't even care about it enough to actually remember, but I got scouted for a ladies football team after that. But it was definitely one of those towns where it's like, if you were not a football or netballer, you weren't really popular because they were how people had social interactions in the town. And I didn't really play sports outside of school. Like I only really did it within the school because it was kind of necessary, I guess. Um, I danced outside of school. I played a couple of seasons of basketball I swam almost all of my high schooling I was a swimmer um I did a a, like a couple of years of gymnastics but that's literally it like gymnastics basketball swimming I think I tried netball and I absolutely freaking hated it and you know what if you weren't a netballer people did not give a shit about you like being a netballer and footballer was how you were popular in school. So we can just come to the assumption I was not very popular there. Then my second high school, like hierarchy was based on who you hung out with. And I discussed this in previous episodes. Like I was determined to kind of change my persona and be like, well, I'm in with the cool crowd. I'm going to parties. Like, and it was also a bit of a fuck you to my old high school for like kind of that rejection I felt of not being popular, literally based on what sporting activity as I did. Like when I tell you that's literally what it's based off, I like, trust me, that's literally what it was based off. Um, but yeah, so it was very much like partying, hookup culture, sex drugs rock and roll I didn't do drugs though I was very innocent um very scared so I'd say the second high school for me is where all the fun really began and where all the drama really began that being said I was not going to leave my first high school without going out with a freaking bang so had a falling out with some of my girlfriends right before moving schools which honestly turned out to be for the best because 
they never really tried to keep in contact with me once I moved, which really kind of proved to me that they weren't really good friends. You know, like they never tried. Meanwhile, I was like crying on a staircase every night being like, nobody's talking to me. Like my life sucks. Anyway, (laughs) anyway, um, so, but yeah, so right before I moved, found out that my like friend had hooked up with this guy and told my other friend that was shitty of me. I should not have done that. In hindsight, I can look at that and be like, wow, that was a really shit move of me to like go and expose that. But then um, literally got bashed, like never been in a physical altercation in my life. And then suddenly the next day in the school halls, I was pinned down to the ground and literally had my hair ripped out of my head. Like what? Like, excuse me? And also one of the girl's parents was a teacher so of course they didn't get in trouble for it and the other girl's parents were big fundraisers for the school and often gave hefty donations if you know what I mean so of course they didn't get in trouble for that and because I was moving schools they told me like the teachers said oh you'll get over it you don't have to see them anymore so it's fine but of course my deb was coming up and if you're from a small country town the deb is like the thing you look forward to because in public schools like well at that public school there was no like year 12 school formal stuff like that um so the deb was like the thing that you want to go to it was what you always looked forward to and luckily the school invited me back to do the deb with the kids who i'd grown up with literally my whole life I was shit scared of doing this because I was like, well, I've already had a falling out with people, but like I had a few close friends still in my corners. Shout out to Tom and Liam. Love you guys. They're literally my like best friends and they have been since I was three years old, but they had my back. And so I was partnered up with my bestie, Tom. And at my school, it was like a thing like you could wear colors to your Deb if you wanted Um, but nobody coordinated that year. Well, at least not with me, like what everyone was kind of doing with their dresses. And I think usually they would make a group chat to make sure that no girls doubled up on dresses. Um, so it was totally, I was totally unaware of the fact that all the girls that year decided to wear white. Um, which kind of was fun for me because I like to, am I the drama? Maybe I'm the drama, but I showed up to the Deb wearing a black dress and I was the only one wearing color. So, and meanwhile, all these girls are in white dresses and I walk out in my black dress and being like, Tilly no longer even goes to this school. And there's this great photo of Tom and I when he's like taking me down the staircase of the Deb and like presenting me or whatever. Debs are so archaic, but anyway, he's like presenting me and he and I are just like smirking at each other because we're like, oh Jesus. Like, yeah. Anyway, that was fun. Then after that, moved to my new school where it was like parties literally constantly. Like I felt really cool knowing within like the first week of me being there, I had started to get invited to parties and I had heaps of social interactions. My circle of friends... I say friends like in inverted commas because obviously I wasn't close to everyone but like I was getting invited out people wanted to socialize with me more god that makes me sound like such a loser but along with partying came hookups and boys and drama you know what I'm actually I'm gonna go find, I keep my diary with me from this point in my life because um 
firstly, I'd be mortified if my parents found it. But maybe I'm just going to like find it and see what drama I wrote down in there. Oh my God, I found it. I literally found it within two minutes of looking. Oh my God, it's like my body gravitated towards it. I am reading through it now and the drama. I am shocked. Hold up. I'm also really taken aback by how well written some of it is. Like, was she a poet? Who is she? I'm going to read... I'm going to read some of it. And, you know, I feel like it actually highlights a lot of, like, not, like, defining moments, but, like, big moments that you experience as a teenager. So let's share. I'm feeling like I'm going to expose myself, but it's going to be fine. Okay, the date is Wednesday, July 9th, 2014. Dear Diary. So it has been a week and one day since the guy I liked, I'm not going to say his name, asked me out. So I guess I have a boyfriend now. In my first diary entry, I complained about how crappy I am when in a relationship. I think I just get bored with people. (laughs) That makes me sound horrible, but it's true. So-and-so, like boyfriend, and I have been friends for so long, I guess it's just the type of relationship where we think we owe it to ourselves to see if we're able to be more than friends, which is why I'm so scared that it'll, it'll end badly. You know what? She was, she was kind of educated. She was trying to make a smart decision with this. I'm proud of young me. Oh my God. The, literally the next diary entry is about me getting pinned down to the ground and slapped. Uh, I'm not going to read that because I just told you guys about it. But anyways, moving on. Oh my God. The next one's so sweet. Wednesday, the 23rd of July, 2014. Dear diary. So yesterday was four weeks since boyfriend and I started dating and believe it or not, we haven't kissed yet. It's driving me crazy in all caps. I don't think I've ever longed for anything so much before. He's never kissed anyone before, so of course I want it to be special, but it's not like I've had a lot of experience either and I want to be a good kisser for him. Yesterday, our year 10 class went on an excursion and he sat with me on the bus on the way home. This is so pure. At the same time that I felt totally comfortable with him, it also feels like there's so much distance between us. When we sat together, we had a lot of physical distance between us as well. So we haven't even been holding hands. But when we talked, I spoke about all the things I love and he opened up to me as well. And the look on his face was indescribable. I'm not sure if you'd describe it as a look of love considering it's only been four weeks. But the way he looked at me surely felt close to it. No one has ever looked at me like that. (laughs) Poor girl. (laughs) Poor girl. I'm skipping ahead a few entries because it starts to get juicy. And by juicy, I mean tame. But it's just funny. We can laugh at this. July 20... No, July 30th. Oh my God, I can't even read my own handwriting. Dear diary, so tonight after dancing, I lied to mum and dad and said it finished at 8pm when really it finished at 7. I did this because boyfriend had squash at 8 and so he walked me home and we just hung out for the whole hour. (laughs) Despite the wind and rain, I really enjoyed our time together. When I got home, it turned out mum and dad figured out where I had been and asked if I needed to disinfect my mouth. Which is unnecessary considering we still haven't kissed. When I told them that, mum just said he must be shy. (laughs) Oh god. Okay, this is where we get sad. 8th of August, 2014. Up until today, my week has been fabulous. I'll just 
move down. We had a family meeting tonight and my dad informed me by the end of the year, mum, dad and I will be moving towns. It's one thing to move schools, but we're moving to a town four hours from the people and the town that I've grown up in and that I know and love. It's my home. What's worse than that is that I can't tell anyone until dad has officially finished signing some papers. He's wanted to do this job for years, so I know it's selfish of me to not want to move, but this town is my home. All the people that I care about reside within 30 minutes of me. I don't want to leave them. I want I don't want to do my deb or graduate without them. They're my family. I love them. Mum and dad keep trying to tell me about how good the opportunities in this town will be for me. Like it makes it any better. They say home is where the heart is and my heart stays here with my friends. They're basically siblings because I've known them my entire life. Liam is moving towns as well. It's like we're leaving Tom behind. I mentioned them both earlier. I don't know what to do. I feel like a terrible friend. I don't know how to tell Tom. I don't know how to tell boyfriend. He needs to know I love him and I can't leave him. (laughs) Oh, honey. (laughs) I'm sorry, but you didn't. (laughs) I'm sorry, didn't. In a diary entry, literally a week later, I tell the boyfriend that we're moving. And I didn't realize, but he told me he loved me that day. I have no recollection of this. Is that bad? Like this would have been the first time a guy had ever told me that he loved me. And I have, I don't remember this. I feel like that's something you should remember. I apparently said I love him back and I'm very sorry to him, but like I, I have no memory of this happening. So that's very awkward. Oh my God. Skip to September. And I'm talking about how he and I have had our two month anniversary and we still haven't kissed. And I start to get concerned he's shutting me out. He doesn't want to get attached to me because he knows I'm moving. That's kind of sad. That's sad. But then 10th of September, wait, oh my God, not even a week later, we kiss. We finally kissed. Only took two months and 10 days. (laughs) Jesus Christ. We were walking home from dancing and before he had squash and we were just talking, laughing and hugging and I just thought, oh, screw it. And it was just a quick peck and it was really awkward because I was still holding all my dance stuff and he was holding his squash racket. Okay, between the entry that I just read out and the new entry I'm about to read, he and I have had a breakup discussion, but we haven't broken up. We were just like, maybe doing long distance isn't a good idea for us because it'll strain our relationship and it'll make us resent not being able to see each other. Very smart. Very smart of us. Anyway, it's now October 19th, 2014, and I'm at a party, and it is my first time at a party where people are drinking. Mum told me I wasn't allowed to drink, so instead I tasted everyone else's Smirnoff Raspberry Cruiser, Pineapple Cruiser, and Pineapple UDL. It was so weird seeing other classmates drunk and seeing what they're like. At around 10.30ish, your girl kept track of the time at these things. Some slightly tipsy people thought it would be funny to make boyfriend and I walk off to make out. (laughs) So we did for about an hour and it was great. (laughs) It was also really dark and we couldn't see what we were doing. So it was really awkward. We headbutted each other. He kissed my nose and I accidentally bit him. (laughs) I almost fell over. People walked in on us three times. So we had to find different places and my hair got caught in his mouth. A very unfortunate amount of times. He also accidentally touched my boob at one point, but I didn't mind. (laughs) What makes this worse? I then go on to say, Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran was playing. It was romantic.
Oh my god, so I've diarized like my first like a couple of days at my new high school. And at the very bottom of the paragraph, it says, Boyfriend and I have been talking more and more about breaking up, so now every time thinking out loud by Ed Sheeran comes on, my heart breaks. <laughs> I don't think I realized how much this song must have meant to me at the time. Um, maybe just if if you're around me, maybe just don't play that song. <laughs> It might trigger something from within me that I didn't know existed. All right, here it is. 28th of November, 2014. Dear Diary, I knew it was coming. I just never knew when or that it would be so soon. He broke up with me. Oh my God. I just feel like I don't know how to feel anymore. I loved him and I still do. No, girl, no, you don't. It's okay. You actually didn't. All I want is closure. I'd heard from a few different people from throughout the week that he'd been flirting with another girl. I just feel like he betrayed my trust. So today, mum, dad and I left Newtown and made it back to the old town in time for girl he's been flirting with going away party because she was an exchange student. Oh my God. I was so nervous about seeing everyone again, but once I got there, everyone hugged me and asked how I was. Everyone except for him. So immediately I knew something was wrong. He hardly spoke to me for the entire night until I was about to leave and he asked to speak to me. This is at the local pub, by the way. Like this isn't in like a private area. Of course, I knew what was about to happen. He pulled me into the doorway that leads to the bathrooms and didn't say much. This is how it went. Him. Yeah, nah, sorry. Me. I can't say I didn't see it coming. Him. We can still be friends. Me. That is such a cliche. Correct. Also, Harry breaks up with somebody by saying, yeah, nah. (laughs) That was it. I just feel numb and worthless. Last week he was telling me that he loved me and now I feel like he doesn't care about me at all. All I want to know is why and what changed. Oh, that's actually kind of sad. This Monday would have been our six-month anniversary. Oh, okay. Oh, that's sad. Oh my God, this is actually really messed up. I do not remember this. The next day, 29th of November, I simply write, today he told me he didn't love me, never did. It was all just made up. <gasps> that's fucked. Oh my God, I don't remember that. Oh, probably blocked it out for a reason. Oh my God. But you know what? It gets better from here. I talk about like saying goodbye to the people who I genuinely loved and cared about. Like um, a lot of people who I did theater with. Theater people are just really good people. James Anderson, I know you listen to this. I wrote a really cute segment in here about how, so we were doing a chorus line at the time and I told him that day, like on closing night of the show that we were moving towns and we were singing what I did for love. And he played Gregory Gardner, the very flamboyant gay guy. And I was B.B. Benzenheimer. And so, like, those two characters are not meant to have any kind of, like, physical or, like, romantic or caring, nurturing relationship in any way, shape or form. They're literally meant to be strangers. Um, But we were singing What I Did for Love and apparently he just reached out and held my hand for the final show. Oh, that's really sweet. Anyway, shout out to you, James. Love you. You know what? I slay coming up though in this diary. Oh, I feel like I should publish this. No, I shouldn't. Nobody else cares. It's literally just me. But like I move schools. I start thriving within the community. Like I create a great group of friends. I was in the school production and got chosen to sing a duet with the guy who was like the lead in the show at like the carols by candle that kind of event that the town holds and then I go on like this is probably my first guy drama in the new town um this holiday was 
my friend's party i'll just say your name hi rhiannon i know you listen um it was your party and it was really big and a year 12 boy i was in year 11 so a guy from the year above me kept trying to kiss me until a drunk friend of his who i was also friends with got protective and told him to piss off queen energy (laughs) slay the next night was another party at my other friend's house um and this guy came on to me and this was my first experience of an very unwanted type of male attention i'm not going to go into detail about it but it was also my first interaction with a guy like serious interaction with a guy since um previous boyfriend from the previous story and so I think it was not what I hoped anything with a guy would be in the near future and it turned out to be quite bad and I ended up leaving the party early and literally breaking into my home to (laughs) get that (laughs) anyway we're fine I then enter year 12 which for me is where the drama kind of kicked off more like I feel like year 11 was tame had a lot of growing pains like had a lot of anxiety was struggling in school because of that but then like year 12 came along I had a better social life and stuff like that so the date is March 6th 2016 and the night before I had my first kiss with a guy who I had a bit of a crush on my friends set me up with him and it was yeah good vibes good vibes vibes all around moving on to april i write dear diary it's currently school holidays and i haven't done much homework yet whoops anyways since so-and-so's party new guy and i kind of kept in contact for a bit in a flirtatious way but he honestly confuses me so much oh trust me girl you are in for a long ride he invited me no he kind of invited himself over to rhiannon's house shout out rhiannon again um when he knew i was going to be there just so he could see me And then one night, he sort of confessed that he wanted to kiss me again and possibly go even further. I'm honestly okay with the idea. It's just that I don't want my first time to be a one-night stand. I'd rather it be with my boyfriend or something. And then my other friend told me that on the last day of term, he kept asking people... Ugh, choking. He kept asking people where I was as if he needed to talk to me. but But since then, he hasn't even tried to contact me via Facebook or Snapchat which kind of makes me assume that he is a fuckboy. Yeah. I then went on to write how I later got invited to another party where it was at like the private school people's place and there weren't many people from the public school there. It was just like a small group of my girlfriends and I. And by the looks of things, a few of the guys from the private school were interested in me. And it sounds like it was like my first time realizing that I was desirable. You know what I mean? Like suddenly I was like, wait like people like guys are attracted to me and like probably went to my head a little bit um but like I tried to avoid the guys apparently because they kept playing s club seven so I had priorities of course um but I said that having these guys like have like all my attention and stuff helped me get over a new guy a bit but it also made me really mad at him and I can't explain why Maybe it helped me realize that there's plenty of other guys out there who are attracted to me. I hope this makes new guy realize that now too. I need to look extra hot for the upcoming party to make him hate himself and make him realize that other guys like me as well. Oh, hmm. Okay, girl, look, not the best way about going about things. If there's one thing I could say to my past self is that 
guys do not matter enough for you to go to all that effort and like I'm really upset that it did take like other guys like giving me attention to realize that I was desirable in any way like that's kind of shitty it does get dark again I feel like year 12 obviously has its ups and downs for everyone and I feel like when you're in an environment where there's a lot of drinking and a lot of people like discovering their sexuality and stuff it it can be a really slippery slope um I do document a moment where I look I am open about it because I'm like it's happened to literally every woman I know and it's the first time I was sexually assaulted um and like I don't want to say it wasn't that bad but like I know of a lot of really terrible cases of assault so I'm lucky that like I was sleeping over at friend's house and woke up before anything bad happened I'll just leave it at that but I think that's like the hardest part about high school is trying to navigate like the highs and lows and also when you're in environments like this that are so sexually driven and there's alcohol for the first time and you're young and like your brain's not fully developed and you probably shouldn't be drinking as much as you are like it's so easy to find yourself in a situation like this and that's not me saying it's on the people drinking it should be taught in schools like 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 it shouldn't even be taught like I wish it was common sense but it was very much like this is a guy's world and I found that later on down the track which we're going to get into as well like how much of a guy's world this high school experience became unfortunately like two diary entries later I start having rumors made up about me about like things that are happening with me at parties which weren't happening so there started to become rumors about um things guys were doing with me like hooking up with me and all this other stuff which really like it like I was just honest to people and said this never happened but it's really fucked up that like these rumors were created in the first place and at the end of the day it like it all came back down to the guy who had actually made it up and it wasn't just one guy I'm looking at this party there's one two three four five different guys who'd said I'd hooked up with them when I didn't and I hadn't been drinking at this party so it's not like I've blacked out and didn't remember it either all these guys suddenly were like saying that I'd hooked up with them at a party which also confused me because it's not like at that point in time I'd hooked up with heaps of people you know what I mean I it's not like I had a reputation I like people weren't going to be like yeah that's something Tilly would do so I don't like I, even now I'm kind of like where, how did this begin for me and even if like I did have a reputation for hooking up with guys like it's just fucked up to make up those kinds of rumors in the first place and like firstly sir you look a little bit desperate if you like if like the only thing you can make up to make yourself look good is like making up a lie about somebody else like mm, you reek of desperation okay slay okay so it's june 27th by this point i'm 18 but i'm like going back and rewriting stuff about the entire month it was my bestie krisha it was her birthday her 18th birthday like the week before mine and she and all my close girlfriends molly libby Gemma, and jess we all went to like phillip island to celebrate her birthday weekend in a cute little like cabin 
And that was like probably one of the best weekends of my life. Like I had so much fun with those girls and we have so many funny stories about that. Like I do want to keep some privacy, like some memories like that private. But honestly, like that was like the best weekend of my life. Just going to Phillip Island with my girlfriends, like guys weren't involved at all in like our situation there. And like we could genuinely just have fun together. Like, oh the power of female friendships guys but then I discussed my birthday party and it was huge I had a joint birthday with one of my friends and we hired out like a little hall in the middle of nowhere which like it shocked me that people even showed up because it was like literally the middle of nowhere and not only that we ended up having like heaps of gate crashes too and we were like who the hell are you and how did you find this party in the middle of nowhere but like that was fun I ended up hooking up with the guy again who I discussed earlier who I like was kind of infatuated by like I don't know I just really liked having his attention um and so like that was like kind of my first like very intimate experience with him um which was also very awkward because like my parents were at that party you know pretty sure my mum rang me at one point during him and I like kissing um to see where I was and I was like I'm just outside hanging out with friends sorry mom I was in the backseat of my friend's car. Oh my God, backpedaling now. Went to a party a few weeks later and the guy who tried to kiss me at first party where he got into like a little kerfuffle with my other friend, like, and my friend got protected of me. That guy tried to kiss me and then new guy was all like, I don't want you seeing other guys. And I was like, but we're not anything. What do you mean? Just send mix signals, mix signals. I also note a few times at these parties, my friend and I, who is a girl, where we've started to become those girls that like kiss. Like it's literally a peck, but like it's like, oh my god, they kissed. I kind of hate that I was that girl because like it was just an attention thing. It wasn't like anything else involved and it's like it's very cringe now it's funny like she and I laugh about it all the time um but probably still kiss again if I saw her as a joke but like yeah you know it was just definitely an attention thing and it happened at like every party and I'll discuss it later on as well so basically I just keep going on like this guy and I just keep hooking up at different parties like one time we're in a tent and I think I'm starting to kind of get that impression that like it's going to lead somewhere um and I think like because I was very innocent I just didn't know what to do like I was like I'm I'm not skilled in this nature of things I don't know what to do but yeah that's life I guess Jesus bloody Christ I sound like a freaking hussy so later on like this guy and I have still been hooking up for ages we almost go all the way doesn't happen I discussed this in an episode about rejection um heartbreak hotline I discussed it in that because it was like my first real feeling of rejection um discussed when we ended things and then like a week later my friend and I gate crash a party at my neighbor's house and it was like a spa party and you wouldn't believe it I hooked up with the guy who had been trying to get with me from the start who my friend was being protective of because they were friends and he was like no don't get with him I ended up hooking up with him and you know what it wasn't so bad because at least he and like it wasn't just a random hookup and it wasn't out of revenge he and I did kind of like see each other on and off for a while so it wasn't like 
I did it with poor intentions. You know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of the drama that continues from here, it's all because of guys getting in the way of the strong female friendships that we had in my group. So my friend and I had a really big falling out. And when I say really big, I'm talking like it felt catastrophic at that point in time. So we were at the pub. She thought I was flirting with her ex-boyfriend. I wasn't. I literally just was giving him $5 to get me a drink because he was at the front of the line. <laughs> Sorry, I had to give in that detail. Apparently, I'm really holding on to that or something. But um, but anyway, it was really messy. She and I had like a huge falling out and she ended up getting with the guy who I'd just stopped seeing who I had all those feelings for and who I'd felt rejection from. And like she did that in spite of me. And then I didn't know about it until after he and I had hooked up again. And I was like, wait, what? So like, that's a real shame. Like she and I are really good friends now. And like, maybe she can come on for an episode and we can talk about this kind of stuff in the future. Because honestly, like we'll probably find it amusing these days that that even happened in the first place. But like, I feel like every drama that I've got written down is due to a guy coming between us like with all my girlfriends and I feel like that's also like to do with a lot of insecurity that you feel in high school and like male validation felt like it was like necessary to have when it really wasn't like none of us needed these guys in our lives but we just kind of talked ourselves into believing we did and what made it worse is those guys also made us believe that we did and it gets worse from here so I'm graduating markup days happening all the year 12s get super pissed. We go to the local pub for dinner, go to an after party. Turns out the guy who I'd been seeing, who'd hooked up with my friend, kind of in spite of me, even though I literally hadn't done anything wrong. He was the one who kind of left me at the time. Um, but anyway, so he had admitted that he wanted to get back with me. And I was just kind of like trying to play it off like, I don't give a fuck about you anymore. And then so instead, he hooked up with my friend again. And, like, another girl, like, making sure that I was, like, witnessing the whole thing. And I was just kind of like, that's just gross behavior. Like, that's just gross behavior. I'm reading it now. And I'm like, honestly, I forgot about all of this. But I'm, like, reading it. I'm like, ew, year 12s have really fucked in the head. And then to make matters worse, on the day of my cup day, probably one of the most, well, I wouldn't say embarrassing. Like, I laugh about it. But, like, some of the stuff, just cringe. Just very cringe. I was very hungover on muck-up day. Um, I hope the photos that are out there from this muck-up day are nowhere to be seen on the internet because for some reason the photographer decided to really aim the camera at me that day and you can see it in my eyes. But like, oh, it's bad. Anyway, so the school gave out like different awards. Um, they were like voted upon by your fellow year 12s. So everyone graduating got an award um and they either read it in front of their entire year 12 cohort or in front of the whole school but the whole school ones were limited so mine got read out in front of all of the year 12 cohort and they gave me the backseat bandit award for spending more time and wait for spending most of my 18th birthday in the backseat of a car yikes yikes like that's yikes and everyone was like ooh, and i was like it's just kissing, guys. Not that it matters, but still, I was like, yikes. Um, but then my friend Rhiannon, shout out Rhiannon, who she and I had been pashing the whole year. <laughs> this is honest, honestly kind of iconic. 
hers got read out at the assembly and hers was the Katy Perry Award. And whilst they read this out, it was a full cinematic experience. This is in front of the whole school, all the teachers, all the parents of all the year 12s. Her award, the Katy Perry Award for kissing Tilly Johnson at every party and enjoying it gets read out. I kissed a girl starts playing. She walks up to me in front of the whole school and like full snogs me in front of God knows how many people. And you know what? Iconic. Slay Rhiannon. Slay. But God, I hate how on again, off again, this whole thing was with this guy because now I'm reading it again. Like muck up day he wanted to get with me. I said no. Graduation celebration day he wanted to get with me again. I basically was like, I can't do this anymore. Said no. And then he got pissy as fuck hooked up with my friend again oh yikes and then year 12 graduation formal happened and again he met up with me after the formal and wanted to get with me again and I was just like it's so on again off again you know what if you're in any situation where it's that on again off again just leave it girl or guy if you're listening like if anyone's in this situation I'm telling you now it's not worth it unless you genuinely think they're going to be the love of your life I'm like I'm gonna tell you now they're probably not because if they don't understand like or like can fully conceptualize like how they feel for you then it's not really going to last very long oh my god and then I don't really have any more diary entries after that it's all just kind of quotes from songs I like ew that's a shame because I enjoyed the drama I feel like the early days where it's like really sweet and innocent stuff is like the most interesting stuff unfortunately for my high school experience like of course like it happens with growing up though like moving schools is where like things became a bit more interesting in terms of like discovering sexuality and stuff like that but also that just came along with so much drama like I feel like some people have it smooth sailing with these things and they're the lucky ones but like the drama itself like it kept things interesting but like it also is sad that like a majority of the drama that ever happened between my girlfriends and I was often caused by like the men in our lives and like luckily all of us girls are now like strong enough to realize that like they were the problem men were the problem um because we're all really good friends now and like we we're able to move past these things and of course like those guys like they literally don't matter to us anymore like yeah i'm very interested to see what our high school reunion would look like to my friends who have listened to this podcast episode maybe we should organize it <laughs> just for the content let's just organize one i was going to add to that actually i finished recording and then i listened back and i was like oh my god i didn't even tell the main part it wasn't until after graduation happened that i found out about this thing like it was kind of like a little black book but it was like a little black google doc that all the boys in our year level had made where it was basically a ranking system and I know it's not like the first time you hear about this happening in a school but they made a ranking system of all the girls in the year level and also other year levels who they'd been hooking up with which is absolutely putrid and I hate that like this is a thing that you hear about happening all the time especially in like all boys schools but also like in normal public schools as well so there was a ranking system um, and I found out whereabouts I ranked and I found out that because I had said no to re-hooking up with this guy multiple times and because I had exposed another guy in the year level for attempting to assault me and sexually harassing me and doing other things in the meantime, I'd exposed him as well. Due to all of this, I had basically been named like a good hookup, but a tease 
and like hard to get through to or something like that like but like in more grotesque terms if you know what I mean I'm pretty sure the term was too quick to say no I think like that's what my label was too quick to say no which is so fucked up because it's like I'm literally utilizing my rights as a as a human to say no and give consent and they were saying I'm too quick to do so so that's why like men in high school really fucked with me like I that's like something that is so hard to move past the fact that like it's not just like one person there's multiple guys who are like she will say no to you before anything happens and it's like well yeah like I yeah I should be allowed to do that like that's really fucked up I feel like there's so much more like there was definitely a a lot of stuff in that diary that I could have exposed more or gone deeper within but like what's the point of doing that when like we could just make more episodes (laughs) like we could definitely dive into this I would love to talk to like some of the girls on the podcast um who like we had dramas like with like that'd be fun like my girlfriends who like Rhiannon should come on here and talk about like all the parties she threw and like all the drama that happened at the parties Rhiannon if you're listening hit me up that'll be fun um or like the girl who hooked up with the guy and who I had the falling out with and like there was the rumor about me and her ex as well like we both know none of that's true um but like that would be fun to like dive into and discover like where all of that insecurity within ourselves came from for us to like turn ourselves into issues with each other you know like I feel like that does come from insecurity though for us to have created drama together over guys like I feel like we must have just not felt very secure what I should do I should get the guy on who was the first boyfriend that would be funny oh my god and I'll just cry while listening to thinking out loud by Ed Sheeran no he definitely wouldn't want to come on (laughs) he would not want to come on it would be funny for me but I don't think we'll be hearing from him anytime soon the episode I've had fun I'm it's 3 a.m. now. <laughs> I need to go to bed. Um, I'll probably have to edit this down because I literally read my whole diary. And there's probably like I'll probably wake up tomorrow morning and be like, I don't want to have that part read out on my podcast. Um, might burn the diary after this, actually. It's probably time. It's time to say goodbye. But yeah, now you guys know the exposed truths of my high school experience I am sorry that I put you all through this I promise though that next week we are having our first guest I'm very excited for this I'm beyond excited I'm not going to tell you who it is somebody who I care about very deeply somebody I love um, somebody who inspires me very much I'll leave it at that but I hope you enjoyed listening to today's messy episode so you can hear all about my messy adolescence all right thanks guys love you don't play thinking out loud